Pray that you've been enjoying yourself during this holiday season and so honored to have you with us today here in the studio with me is Dr. Daryl Rogers. We've been having such an amazing time throughout this whole month of broadcasts and programming and been just going over a lot of amazing subject matter. And right now we know that every one of us is preparing for this new year that's fastly approaching. And this is that time where everything that people want to see change, this is where they start making their lists. Um, and, and this is that time, you know, where they're entering from this year into the next year. And, and folks are entering, you know, with, with all kinds of different dynamics. Um, and that's kind of what I want us to talk about today is we're going to be talking about entering into the new year because maybe entering in this new year, you're in the, a better place than you were last year. Maybe you're entering in this new year and uh, nothing's changed. Um, but our prayer is that through this time that we have with you today, that you'll discover a way to move forward. Amen. So that things aren't just different, but that things are better, that things are greater. We truly believe that God has increased on his mind and that he wants to bless you uh, with everything that this new year has to offer. Amen. As we step into this, um, you know, I, the scripture that came to my heart is found right here in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 8 and 9. And I love the way the Amplified brings this out. The Apostle Paul is speaking here and he says, I'm going to remain in Ephesus, however, until Pentecost. For a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me there, a great and promising one, and there are many adversaries. Doc, you, you, you've been living just a little bit longer than me. A week. <laughs> a week. I'm a week old, uh, younger than him. <laughs> what What are some of the things that, in, in stepping into a new year, just break down some of the dynamics of what are the things that, that, that people have to deal with or step over? What are, the, what, are, what are the things that they have to navigate through in order to to have more than just a resolution, you know, uh, or resolutions, you know, what are, what are the things that you have found, you know, in your experience that cause people to see dreams become reality? Well, every year when we were pastoring at the coasts, um, Tony kind of came up with this thing. And, and so every year what we would do is that we would have a, like a four-page questionnaire mm -hmm. that stated uh, the vision for the coming year, and so we would they, they would write down, make comments, and answer questions, and then they would, you know, set a faith strategy for some things that they wanted to accomplish in, in the coming year. And it was interesting because we would open, we'd put those in the safe, and then we would open them. Uh, at the following year when we got ready to do it again. Yeah. And it was interesting that the faith projects, that about 80 to 90% of those things that people put down on pieces of paper, they accomplished. Now, that was interesting. And that is interesting. That's because good. you know that resolutions are generally about, you know, I'm going to save more money. I'm going to lose, you know, you know, 700 pounds. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to do something, you know, I'm going to exercise, I'm yeah. going to pray more, I'm going to read more, and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. 
Well, generally speaking, that lasts for about two months mm -hmm. because those kinds of conditions, that's just wishful thinking. Mm -hmm. But when you mix it with faith and you actually write it down, you make a declaration, I'm telling you that those things can be accomplished and they will be accomplished because God will help you if you do it in faith. Mm -hmm. And so you could lose weight if you set that as a faith standard, if mm -hmm. you set that as a declaration between you and God, you can be healthier mm -hmm. if you make that as a declaration. You mm -hmm. can change some of the negatives in your life to positives if you will do it in faith. And so obviously, you know, the New Year's resolution thing Ugh. is a great idea, but it doesn't last long. Yeah, and why do people wait for, you know, out of 365 days in a year, why do people wait because that's to the use word. one day? That's the word that everybody <laughs> uses. Uh, New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions, you know. Yeah, you know. And so they don't, they don't last because it's just nothing more than wishful thinking. Wishful thinking is what it should be called. Well, you, well, you said something. You said they should write it down. Yeah. Because, uh, well, the Bible tells us to write the vision. Sure. Right, so that the person that reads it can run with it. Right. You know, how how would you suggest to someone to accomplish those goals? Like you said, you got to mix it with faith. You know, what are what are what's something that what's something that I could do to to add to these goals that I've set for myself? Well, let's use this as an example. Let's say that this year, uh, two thousand nineteen, that you're giving totaled uh, twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that does not satisfy you because you say to the Lord, you know, Lord, I want to give more. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to set my faith and I'm going to, I'm going to believe you to be able to give 50,000. Mm -hmm. Now I realize that that's a lot of money because some people's that's their whole year's salary. Yeah. But I'm just using that as a figure. Yeah. So the thing of it is, is that if you do it in faith, if you have a heart towards God, I guarantee you it is amazing how God will put money in your hand mm -hmm. when your whole purpose is to give. Yeah. You know, he's the one that gives seed to the sower. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask yourself a question. Am I a sower mm -hmm. or am I a collector? Or am I just going to give God his 10%? Oh, that's good. Because the thing of it is, is that if he gives seed to the sower, what's the purpose of the seed to the sower? Is to sow it. Mm -hmm. And so... I'll tell you what, you can give more than you are giving right now, and it's not going to cost you anything Yeah, because you're believing it in. Yeah, that's so, true. So, you know, that, that's just one item, mm -hmm. you know. Me, I would like to be able to go to nations. Mm -hmm. I, I have a responsibility just like you do. I have yeah. a responsibility to teach the Bible college. I hold that very dear. I hold, I, I hold that commitment to my heart. Yes. I feel a responsibility to every student. So I don't shirk that responsibility. I mean, I've had my eyes checked and, you know, they dilated my eyes. I still drove the Delano. <laughs> I know you would, man. You're this this man. I mean, I couldn't is see. Committed. I couldn't see, but I got there. <laughs> I don't know Halos all the way. <laughs> there was like three trucks in front oh, of me and three lanes. There wasn't one lane or two. We lanes. recommend you do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you know you're, the principle is absolutely right because what you give attention to you give power to sure and and I think that sometimes you know when it comes to you know uh, 
a new year, a new you know, a new year is a new beginning. Right. And, That's what it means. Yeah, and, and the reason why we're talking about this now is because this is that time every year that people really start thinking about right. what hasn't happened what, yeah, and, and what, what they want. And what they want. And um, and there's a whole graveyard full of <laughs> resolutions that fell by the wayside. And I believe part of it is because, you know, you have to have the three Ds in order for things to happen. You got to have desire for something. You have to have discipline for that thing to happen before you can enjoy the delight of it happening. And most people just have desire. They desire for things to be different. I love what the Apostle Paul said here. He said, there is a wide door of opportunity. He says, man, there is this amazing situation that has presented itself to me. Very wide, very big, very promising. He said, but there is many and I don't believe the Bible exaggerates, many adversaries. There's always going to be something standing between you and those doors of opportunity. Well, let me just tell you what one of them is. Come on, tell us a few of them. When you start going around telling people about what you have written down, because the adversaries might be your spouse. Mm. It might be somebody close to you because mm. they're, they're thinking in the natural they're not thinking in the spiritual. They're thinking of the natural. They're just going, well, are you sure? You know, yeah. you want to give 50000 You want to go to Africa? You want to do this? You know, yeah. you, you know. So they start saying, well, why don't you go locally? Why don't you go to, you know, this or that? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing of it is, it's not their vision. It's yeah. not their declaration. It's yours. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion is you get with God and you make some determinations so that you can build on the desire that is in your heart. And then you don't go around sharing it with anybody until unless God tells you to. Yeah, because because it's it, personal. Yeah, it is personal. And, and, and you'll always have adversaries will also be those that remind you of how many times you said <laughs> you were going to do something like right. lose some weight, mm -hmm. get fit, you know. And, uh, you well, know, it's easier to say than it is to do. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. It's easier to say I'm going to lose weight than doing it. Well, faith without works is dead. <laughs> you know, and this is what I've learned is that the time of the year that I don't like going to the gym is always the first two months, because everybody and their brother gets motivated. Yeah, because the gym is full. That's it, and they're like, "Man, I'm gonna lose this winter coat, and I'm gonna just get fit and fab, and yeah. and uh, and so they'll, they'll just flock to the gyms, you know. Or you got people that they'll order every new exercise equipment off of, you know, uh, and then sell it the next year. <laughs> no, they don't sell it. It becomes uh, coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be. We don't mean to be messing yeah. with any of you. If, if uh, you've got a couple pieces of equipment in your house that you know are coat hangers, I got one. <laughs> I just d dusted it off the other day. Oh gosh! Well, I, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but it's like the thing is that you know you're going to have to overcome those adversaries, those things, whether it's from the mm. outside or whether it's from within, because. Sometimes it's just us, man. We haven't settled it that this is what I'm going to do. Like you said, making a decision of faith. And and I think that if we start off by seeking God and saying, Lord, what do you want to accomplish in sure. my life? Like what sure. you said, you know, and you have a faith project. Right. It's a totally different, different vibe when you know that God has authored the things that he wants you to accomplish. If he's the one setting your goals Right. For the year, 
Man, doesn't it, it shouldn't it be more important than that? Well, I mean, when you think about this, you know, the proverb says, without a vision, people perish. It actually means cast off restraint or have no direction. Yeah. So the thing of it is, is that the vision is in the statement. Mm. So you have to do the statement in order to have direction. But in order to get direction, you have to follow direction. Mm. So the direction comes from the Father. That's very good. So not only is the desire in there, but now you got to ask, okay, what road do I take? Mm. Because, you know, I heard Bill Winston say this the other day. He just said, you know what, if you've been trying to get uh, to Chicago and you haven't gotten there in two years, obviously you're on the wrong road. Right. And so the thing of it is, is that sometimes we're just on the wrong road because we haven't found out the steps to take in order to do what is in our heart to do. I mean, I, I want to see West Coast accomplishing everything that God has called it to do. Yes, amen. But I know this, that it's in the timing of the Lord, but it also has to do, the timing of the Lord has to do with the dedication of the people. Yeah. And so when the people grab hold of it, and they're more excited about it than the leader of that vision is, yeah. all of a sudden that vision comes together. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right because, you know, uh, people. If people believe in, in 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 you, they'll believe in what you're doing. They do, and and there has to be a change. You know, I you know, in order for things to be new, old things have to pass, pass away. away. They do. And I think that the thing that Satan excels at doing is he always reminds us of every time we've tried and failed. And the condemnation comes to to let you know you have a bad track record, and. I mean, doesn't he excel at that, at, at trying to convince us that this just isn't going to happen, uh, that you just need to accept that this is the way your life is, uh, that this goal is out of reach or you don't qualify, um, even though the opportunity's there? You know, what would you tell someone, Doc, that, that they want things to be different, but they keep doing the same old things? And getting the same results. I mean, it, someone said that's the true result of insanity. Well, it is, you know. I mean, you know, being pastors, you see this in people's lives all the time. Yeah. They want a different result, but they're not willing to change anything that they're doing. Yeah. And so they get all pumped up every new year. But the truth of the matter is, is that his mercies are new every morning. So you could say this, yep. there's a new beginning every day. Yeah. But how, how have you done with the beginning today? Mm -hmm. How have you done with the beginning that you stated last week? Mm -hmm. You know, because the thing of it is, if you haven't done anything with that, what makes you think that January 1st is going to be any different than all the other days that you have had an opportunity for a new beginning that you haven't done anything? Yeah. Well, I think that what it is is that people are so prone to wanting to put things off. It's like I always joke around and say, every diet starts Monday. <laughs> it's always... Well, it's because there's a lot of good food on Friday and yeah. Saturday and Sunday, man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and it's like those old things, man, they keep lingering. And, and, and the devil knows, man. He knows that people get frustrated because you think about it when you... When, and I believe that people are sincere. You know, I know I've been sincere with goals that I've ha that I've made, and, and I mean, just the other day, I was, you know, I'll just tell myself, you know, I was talking with my daughter Alea, and 
you know, that's like extreme accountability because whatever I've taught her always comes back to haunt me. Yeah, because she reminds you. Huh? She she reminds me, <laughs> and you know, it's like having another wife. <laughs> oh, it's it's worse. It's worse. No, no. What it, what it is is that you have that accountability. And I told her, I said, I was going through some of my archives and uh, looking at some some notes that I had taken like two or three years ago. I'm going to say that. And I had goals, 10 goals that I'd written down. Now, I wrote these goals down, 10 things that I wanted to see happen. I wrote them down every day. Terry Seville Foy, I'm telling you, you guys need to follow her ministry. That's true. Dream it and pin it. Live it. Amen? <laughs> but... Uh, she said, you know, you need to write those things down because rep <laughs> repetition truly is the motor for learning. Right. And again, what you give attention to, you give power to. So if you're keeping something in front of you, uh, you you're going to see yourself gravitating to that thing. It's, Satan's going to give you distractions. To, I mean, that's part of the adversary is the, the things that come to distract us from what's most important to where you'll accomplish things this year. If you're distracted, even you'll accomplish things, but it won't be those things that are important to that's you. That's true. You'll be, you'll be constantly looking at the same list. I looked at my list of 10 things, and Doc only had three things done. Three things done now. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of 10. And I'm like, and that's the thing is the notebook was archived. I'm like, God, that thing was important. Those things are important to me. They're important to God. They're well, important kind of to like the carrying that book by Reinhard Bonke around with you, uh, you know, without reading it. See, you now, know? now I'm being accountable to you now for that. <laughs> but it's like, you know, what we need. No, I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we feel good. But I think what it is is that it's not enough to come up with resolutions, you have to come up, I believe, with an intent that you're going to see that thing through. Because what they say uh, medically, no, maybe medically is not the term, but science-wise, you know, scientifically, they've said that if you do something for X amount of weeks, I believe it's 16 weeks, that thing will become a habit. Well, it's three times 21. Yeah. Caroline Leaf says oh, there you go. three times 21, you can create a new habit. Three times 21. Three times 21. So that's why I only have three things done on my list. I've been doing it wrong. I've been going for 16 weeks, and it's just, is that uh, what it is? Well, I mean, that, that Dr. J uh, Jackson, he said the same thing. He said creating new habits has to do with a commitment to just do it. And you yeah. have to do it consistently for a certain period of time. But she says that she has proven that after you do it for 21 days, then you need to do it again for 21 more days. And then at the end of that, you need to do it again for 21 more days. And then it is forever in your life. Mm. And so the thing of it is, is that we, you know, we generally want everything done yesterday. Yeah. It's in our nature to want things so fast nowadays and, and I, I think that, you know, one of the things that I think stops us from having the same year over and over is that if we can simply learn from what our mistake was last time. I mean, why don't you talk about that for a second? You know, what's the best thing that we can do to learn from what we've already done or, you know, right or wrong? I mean, uh what, what advice would you give someone that's right now, they're sitting down and next year is right in front of them. They know that it's going to be next year, next week. What would you tell them? Well, my suggestion would be that you don't 
try to cover the whole globe. <laughs> right. Now, what you do is that you take three or four, five, maybe, not probably not more than five things that are critical to you, that are really on you. And what you do is that you write those down and you do it prayerfully. And my suggestion is that you even do a little research in the Word of God to back that thing up because yeah, you want it absolutely. to be a spiritual declaration. Mm -hmm. Now, you keep that in front of you because one of the worst parts that even faith people do is that they make the confession, they make the declaration, and then they put it on a shelf. But mm -hmm. obviously, that thing is alive. Yeah. And so we have to do something with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've had a lot of negatives Yeah. in life, in ministry and in life. Well, I know those that, can be a, those can be a learning curve. Yeah, because I think Satan tries again convincing us so much on how much we failed. Like I remember when I got saved, God delivered me from several drug addictions. He delivered me from being an alcoholic, but I was still smoking. Sure, you know I was still you know had an attitude, still had a lot of unforgiveness. You know I wasn't even going to go to hell for smoking. I was just going to go to heaven quicker if I didn't quit. And so I was like, Lord, help me. And I can't tell you how many times, man, I would tear up a pack of cigarettes, throw it away. That's the last cigarette I'm going to smoke. And then I'd be back at that liquor store, you know, give me another pack. And I remember coming to a place where the devil was trying to convince me that, that this is just the way it is, man. You're going to keep on making the same mistake here. And you ought to just accept that, uh, you know, this, the way this, it is. this smoke and you're going to always be a smoker. And I knew it was hindering my witness because I knew I was called to do what I'm doing today. And I got to whip this little thing. This little thing should not be able to keep me from my life's purpose. And I remember one day the devil was just beating me up. And I remember this is what God told me. He said, Josh, he said, you just need a new day. And that just became so real to me. That's good, man. And I realized it doesn't matter how many times I'd failed and no. failed and failed. Satan will always let you know your track record. I just need to know that today is not going to be yesterday. And I learned from that mistake. And what I, what, what, I, what I garnered from it was that when you make a decision, and just like what you said, you know, you have to look for, look for some word, you know, as evidence to support what it is that you're, 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 you're wanting to see happen. Right. There's scriptures in here about being healthy. There's scriptures in here about being wealthy. There's scriptures right. in here about peace. Whatever it is that you're needing, I guarantee you there's a word for it. Our pastor, Dr. Jerry Seville, wrote a book on the prayer petition. Sure, that's a good book. Oh, it's an amazing book. It is. Because it and shows that's a, you. That's a guarantee. Come on, come on. That, I mean, it works. It works. It works. It works. Well, Tony and I just made one. And I'm telling you, it's you know, gonna, it, I want to hear about man. it when we, it comes through. We, we just made one here just the other day because, you know, since we are not in full-time ministry anymore, mm -hmm. our tax situation changed. Gotcha. And so as a consequence, we owe a lot more income tax than we ever have owned before. Mm. And so the thing of it is, is that there's a shock. Yeah. You know, to realize that, you you know, you got to pay your taxes. You know, what God said, you got to pay your taxes. So, you know, you render to Caesar what's due Caesar. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if anybody up there is named Caesar that handles the tax money. <laughs> Lord, I'm sure you, there is, but <laughs> Lord, you got mail. <laughs> yeah, but you know the thing of it is, is that it, there is promises in the Bible 
that God is backed up with everything that he is. And then yeah. he said yes and amen in Jesus Christ. Right. So by his word and his oath, and then by the blood of Jesus, everything in Christ Jesus is yes and amen. Right? Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. You know, God, God has... God has so many promises in this book for each and every one of you that are watching this program. You need to come into this book and get you some evidence That's it. That's for what it is book. that you're believing for in this new year. What do you want to see happen? Come to the Word of God. Pray. Seek the Lord. God will give you something out of this precious promise book that you can rest your faith in. The doors of opportunity. There's no limit to what God can do in your life and through your life this year. And I don't care how many times you've tried and failed to accomplish those things. I'm telling you, God is going to help you to accomplish even more. You might say, well, Pastor, I've been accomplishing my goals and, and things have been good. Good is the enemy of great. God has even greater things than what you're satisfied with. Come to his word. Come to him. Bring, bring your desires. Amen. God cares about what you care about. Bring your passion. God's passionate about the things that impassion you. He's usually the one that puts those passions in us. Come to him with whatever mistakes you've made. Amen. And let him minister to you and give you the strength that you need to step through the doors of opportunities that he has opened to you. And those dreams that you have, those goals that you have will become a reality as you trust in him. Amen. That's some Amen. good words of wisdom today. Amen. We appreciate you and we look forward to hearing about all the great things that God's going to do in your life this new year. God bless you. We love you much.